Yeah, you are now tuned in to Frankie and the 4 Fs. Come on. The only podcast giving you the latest news on famous people fighting females and fear is Frankie and the 4 Fs. Frankie and the 4 Fs. Frankie and the 4 Fs. You're never gonna forget. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Episode number 16, baby. We're coming to you live from the home front, from the house of Frankie P. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed um, our last podcast. I know that's how we always start. Hope you guys enjoyed our last podcast. But um, no, the last one was super, super cool. Uh, uh, and I uh, really appreciate always sitting down and learning from Chris Matakis. And he's a, a super special individual that you can learn a lot from for everyday life, jujitsu, um, and just being a better person. So, uh, thank you all for who listened there. Ladies and gentlemen, we're almost at 3000 listens, 3000 listens. And, uh, we're going to stay consistent. We're going to stay pumping material out each and every week. I have, uh, a, a new lineup of people to, um, record. E clean bro is happening. I believe tomorrow morning, but I'll keep you posted on that. Um, which would be Saturday morning. This is podcast will probably be out Saturday. So probably look out for it next week. And, uh, our first video recording will be this Sunday with some flat earth stuff. So I'm looking forward to that. But today is a new day. It's Friday. You just got paid. It's time to celebrate the weekend. It's time to enjoy life a little bit. Maybe have some cocktails. Maybe if you've been eating right all week, it's time to have a fat cheeseburger or some Taco Bell. But today is also a new podcast with a new guest, uh, one of my friends for over, geez, over 10 years. Yep. Too, too fucking long, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, and we've had a, 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 a really, I guess, cool and, and wild relationship through the years. Um, you know, we've been through a lot together. Um, and she's been through a lot personally. Um, but she's also an up and coming, uh, model tattoo model and a real estate agent and she sells buckets and, um, she's also, uh, she's got a, a cool new show that will be coming out shortly. I don't know how much we could talk about it, but she'll be in a new TV show. But one of my closest friends, one of my best friends that is a female. So yes, ladies and gentlemen, it can happen out there. Uh, a nice round of applause and welcome in, Jesse Ann Smoodin. Hey guys, what's going on? Hey, hey, what's up, man? Hey, Frank. Hey, Jess. How are you? Welcome to the show. Thanks, thanks for having me. Yeah, do you like the elaborate setup that it we was, have it here? Was, it was, it's very nice. Yeah, it's very uh, plug and play, <laughs> as we like to say. <laughs> it's very, very, um, it's easy to move around at least. Yeah, you know, it's you very mobile. It with you. It's very mobile. Very mobile. I, I try to keep it as, uh, uh, chic as possible. <laughs> You're doing a great job. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> You're very welcome. Yeah, welcome. I, I like always having as my chair deflates <laughs> as we're talking. I was uh, wondering. I thought you were doing that yourself. No, it just you know the pumps on its way out. These were that's gifts, good. so I can't okay. wait for them to break to throw them oh, out. Yeah, they match the couch so well I, though. I, yeah, that's the problem. So 
They were I a have, gift. I'm the type of person that if somebody gives me a gift, I hold it till like its last leg. Do you? Yeah. See, I can't do that. Once it's on its way out, I gotta I, get I it. I feel so bad like selling them or getting like this bar was a gift. I hate it. And you, you sh- don't use it. No, I don't. Just for I you. don't fucking barely drink at my house. Okay. This these chairs, great great idea. Hate them. Okay. Fucking hate them. I have chairs just like this in my house. Actually, those the bar chairs with the yeah. That deflate, like you just oh, said. Oh, it's, it's, they're fucking wonderful. But I don't know. It's just me. I have a, a coffee table in there. I haven't even took it out of the box. Hate it. Yeah. Why do you hold on to these things? I feel Because I feel you, bad. They're gifts. People like give it to that's me. That's okay. Give them to other people who could use them. Yeah, it's better then, to be used than to just sit there. But then if they ask us. me, hey, how's that thing? I'm like, oh, it's great. Just but it's in it's George's great. fucking house. Yeah. Well, how are they going to know? Well, when they're related to you, it's kind of tough. Okay, I got you. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? All right. It's a little tough. Hopefully she doesn't listen. (laughs) We don't even know if it's a she. (laughs) So, Jess, why don't you tell the world who you are, what you do, where you're from, brawl size, all that crazy stuff. (sighs) Okay. So, um, I currently live in central New Jersey. We're not going to say specifically where. Yeah, let's not go there. Yeah, we won't go that far. But um, It's it's bad enough already. Yeah, so we're not going to talk about that. Um, But I actually work full-time, like Frank said. I sell not just buckets, so we're going to take it a step further. I sell industrial supplies to manufacturers all over the state of New Jersey. Um, It's quite not exciting, but it does, um, does get me through the week. I do model and act um, my agents in New York City. I just picked up another agency, which is really exciting, um, more catered to print work. So I've got that going on, and I've got some other side projects in the works. I also have a four-year-old that keeps Ooh. me really busy. The man. Yeah. So, um, but I dabble. I do a lot. I try to keep busy. Yeah. Yeah. How do you like that hustling in life? It's exhausting. Yeah. Um, but I don't know any other way to live. I mean, if I just had my day job, I'd be pretty bored. Mm. You know, but you I need mean, the day job to have some kind of stability for yeah, your child. Absolutely. No? Absolutely. So that's the that's the reason why I do I also do real estate on the side. Um, it would be nice to make it a full time thing, but the market's really saturated, so right. Everybody's a real estate a real estate agent. Nowadays. Yeah, so it's a little tough, but I juggle all of it somehow, and it works. Good. You know what that's like. You juggle a lot. Yeah, women. Uh, women. Independent on a minute. That's dope, though. I mean, it it especially nowadays for a woman. I, I feel like it's it's hard for a woman out there to. You know, be an entrepreneur and, and be taken serious, yeah. you know, and, and be able to be a hustler in so many different, you know, careers and, and facets, I, I would assume. Um, what were like some of like the uh, hard ships, I would say, in trying to make a buck? Because I feel like it's hard for women, but it's also not hard for women, depending on which style of career you want to go in. Yeah. So, I mean, I see... In my day job, it's depending on whether or not I'm speaking with a man or woman. If I can get in, you know, if the person I need to talk to is a man, it's actually easier for me to make a sale. I'm sure. I I mean, I I like that, but at the same time, it kind of sucks because I would like to be taken seriously by not just the male Mm -hmm. figures in the company. But um, when it comes to modeling, it's hard to be taken seriously because 
if you look at my social media, I don't really have a whole lot of clothing on. She's naked. <laughs> Not completely. You're naked. Yeah, but you don't see anything. Yeah, but you're still naked. Okay, so she's I'm naked, naked on social media. <laughs> we'll get there. We're going to talk about oh, that. Oh my goodness! So um, that brings in a lot of um, questionable people. I'll leave it. I'll leave mm. it simple. So uh, I feel like that that isn't good for a professional look as far as my day job goes. But at the same time, I don't mix the two. So yeah. Well, maybe you should because you probably sell a lot of buckets if they saw you <laughs> half naked on the fucking Instagram. They'd be like, oh, my God, I got to get this girl in here. She's definitely got nice buckets. <laughs> if only it were that easy. Yeah. Do you, do you, now you sit down with these guys, obviously they're there for your personality. <laughs> hey, you <know? laughs> hey. Um, do you, do, can you feel the vibe? Can you read it when it's like bullshit? And yeah. They're, or they're just looking at your, you know, breastuses? <laughs> I mean, there were a couple times I sat down with a customer and I gave them my pricing where I knew I was higher because I knew who my competitor was. And uh, they were, they acted very shocked at how great my pricing was. And I know for a fact. I was nowhere in the ballpark, but. Right. You have expensive buckets. Yeah, but they still bought them. <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever. I mean, yo, listen. No ma- I've, I, I use what I got. That. You use what you got. And there's nothing wrong with that. There is absolutely nothing wrong with using what you got. I, I'm, uh, you know, sex sells regardless, whatever it is. Whether you're selling cars, you're selling buckets, you're selling entertainment, you're even good-looking grocery, you know, store clerks. <laughs> I'm going to aisle 11. Like fucking Susan on aisle 11 that is hot. That girl's gonna put my groceries. Yeah, in bag. I'm with it. You know, <laughs> it's it's and for me in the entertainment world, like something that's huge right now is women DJs. You know. Yeah, I've. Yeah. Everybody wants to be a woman DJ. You know, or like not everyone. Obviously, not everyone, but no, good-looking women want to be, you know, DJs, which is cool. Um, and I'm not against women being DJs. What I am against is fabricating being a DJ. I understand exactly what you're saying. Okay, like obviously if you walk into a club or a bar and you see a good-looking, she doesn't even have to be hot, decently good-looking woman playing music, it's automatic as like, yo, she's dope, and every guy in the place thinks they have a shot. Mm. So I'm coming (laughs) back. You know, it's like, all right, I'm with it. Like, you're going to sit in the back and have your drink and try to make eye contact with her like you're fucking Christian Grey, oh you know, and then like you're going to pretend to like have night vision or, you know, x-ray vision goggles and see you're naked like Ashy's DJ and like all these fucking thoughts. But I'm going to go back. Why? Because DJ whatever, DJ big tits is fucking <laughs> going to be there and I'm going to go because she's going to remember me. I'm going to request a song and I'm going to try to get her number. It's that's how it works here. You know, obviously it looks better to have a woman as a lead. You know what I'm saying? But do the women appreciate that or do they see the the bullshit that comes along with it? No, we see it. Yeah. Yeah, I we I not that we don't appreciate it, but we I feel like you guys milk it. We do. And yeah. but I think that's the problem too is we is we do milk it instead of, you know, we we milk it, but at the same time, we still want that respect as, you know, you know, not men, not looking at us just for our physical appearance. Right. Um, so I mean, I feel like we don't like, we want that, but we don't demand that at the right. same time. Right. You know what I mean? So, I mean, we do it to ourselves. Yeah, we I do. Feel, I feel, I, I feel like you, you guys, 
depending on who it is. You see, I, I have two, three girls that are girl DJs and they're solid DJs. Like, yeah. One of them is a lesbian and the other, the other two are straight. One's a married woman. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one's in a relationship, but like they're dope. And I, I knew them before they like blew up and um, they're phenomenal DJs. My friend DJ Reese DJs in Asbury. She's, you know, a lesbian mm-hmm. CrossFitter, super cute. Like, she's got her own little swag. Like, I think she's hot, but she's a dope fucking DJ. Yeah. Uh, my friend Paola, um, Asian-looking little, uh, you know, caramel skin, you know, sexy, mm-hmm. big boobs, you know, tattoos, mm-hmm. like, super cool, was on, um, what's that stupid show on TV? I mean, there's so many stupid shows. Um, um, big Brother. She was on oh, Big Brother, okay. so she got super popular off that, but, like, she blew up, and she... She practiced her craft, you know what I mean? She's yeah. really, she's a good DJ. She's always at the pool, but like I feel like if these girls weren't as good looking as they are, these two specific girls would still be popular because they're good they're DJs. They're good at it, exactly. If they weren't as good, you know, if they're, you know, obviously they're good looking DJs, but I feel like if they weren't as talented, they wouldn't be where they are at. They wouldn't be doing these high-end clubs or these big absolutely spots, not you know it's that's different though because you're you in that position you're pleasing a crowd like it has to be um pleasing to your ears so nobody's gonna go listen to music or dance to music that doesn't sound good right regardless of what the person looks like right so i mean it, it's the same thing with stores like i used to go to victoria's secret for like christmas for all the all all the females in my family you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying like my mom my grandmother and not no, I wasn't buying my fucking mom panties, just guys. Going to say. Fucking weirdos <laughs> out there that were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I was not buying my grandmother lingerie. I was just wondering why you yeah. were shopping. I would go there. to the perfume and lotion side, okay. guys. And they had these like gift like uh, boxes full of like five or six different lotions. Yes. They had other ones full of perfume. So I used to go in there and like max out my card. Listen, I have three two sisters, a grandmother, uh, a sister-in-law and a mom hooked me up and I went in there and those girls loved me, but they were so hot. So obviously I'm just gonna stick around and schmooze and, you know, be Frankie P. Oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> but if these girls weren't good looking, I wasn't going to that Victoria's Secret. I would have fucking traveled somewhere else. That's just the way I feel like men's minds work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially nowadays, I feel like it's like more out there. But also, when you when you spoke to these girls, were they helpful? Did they yeah, have like absolutely. A, a personality? I was spending money. I okay. had no choice. I know, but at the same I time... I would ask for another girl if she sucked. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. No matter how hot they were, if they sucked, you wouldn't have talked to them. Yeah, why is that? Why do hot girls suck sometimes? I feel like they think that they can get away with just being good looking. Yeah, what does that mean? They think that their looks are going to get them through life. I don't know. I hate that. I'm speaking for all the men out there. I, I agree. Why 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 do good looking women suck at conversation? They also don't cook or do anything. <clears throat> I, I can deal with that. I I yo personality for me goes so so yeah. much further. If you don't cook, you can always learn how to cook. If you don't fucking dance, you can always learn how to dance. If you don't have family morals, you're shit. But. <laughs> <laughs> you can oh you can't like work on a personality no you can't you know what i'm saying no like, and you th- could say you will but and that's another thing too like for females i know that i don't date somebody just based on looks because you could be a total dud and be absolutely yeah. 
gorgeous, but I'm not going to date you if A, you don't make me laugh, B, you, you know, can't hold a conversation and mm-hmm. C, you're, I don't know, just a big piece of shit. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I you know for me, but that makes somebody better looking, in my opinion. Like a, a great personality, right? And regardless of looks, can make somebody who's not the most attractive look extremely attractive. Absolutely. I mean, my boy so. VJ and I always said, you know, you make a girl smile, you make a girl laugh, you make her do anything. Yeah. You know, and and that's always been a long way because like my boy VJ, you know VJ, I you know you know VJ, yeah. But like VJ is like one of those kids. He was always a fat kid. But always had a great personality. Yeah. And he always had the best looking girls. Oh, yeah. Always had good looking girls. But for me, I don't understand that. Like, and I, I'm, I do bars, I do clubs, and I see these girls like in the corner with their fucking mean mug, Kim Kardashian faces on, acting like, like they're better than anyone else. Or I hate that. Like, I, I just don't understand the point of acting that way in public. Like, if you don't want to be there, like, no one forced... You can leave. Yeah, I, like, no one's holding you here. Like, you're, you're not... cat. Like, you didn't walk through the door and no. like, oh, you have a 30-minute time limit before you can leave. You know? Like, <laughs> you, you can't leave for 30 minutes. I, I don't... I really don't know why females do that. I can't even answer that question for you. It's crazy. It doesn't... And, and like, I mean, it doesn't make sense to me. If you're miserable, stay the fuck home. I, I don't know. And, and, and or, or even just a, a, a normal conversation. Like, why are girls so defensive right away i i don't know i'm i'm and you've probably done this and i don't even realize it i i feel like i did that when i was younger Mm -hmm. now i'm at an age where you know anybody who approaches me i'm nice i smile i talk you know Mm -hmm. i i start conversation or i you know keep conversation for as long as i can until it starts to get a little weird if they're like you know depending on how they're coming off to me but i'm never mean Right. For no reason. I, I feel like that's like a trend with females is to be nasty for no reason. Yeah. And I'm not saying all of them. Like, I, I, no, there's I, like, I'm, not, I'm not saying like they're all bitchy. No. But, but there's I, a good handful of them that are. I'm so good at like reading a person and like I'm, I'm not fucking Dr. Phil here. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm Dr. not. Dr. Frankie P. Yeah, Dr. Frankie P. I'm not, uh, I'm not saying I'm perfect and I know it all because I don't. I'm, I, and I never will. Mm-hmm. It's fucking women's minds are fucked up but they're more uh, more fucked up than men's minds i think uh, depending on the person depending but i'm in the nightlife i'm i'm out in the bars tonight i'll be at metro see you at metro <laughs> <Of course. laughs> and i can see where everyone's angle is that night you know what i'm saying just yeah. for being there just for the first hour whoever's there i can see their angle i can see what guys looking to get laid in the parking lot i can see what woman's looking to get fucking be that woman to get laid in the parking lot <laughs> Yeah, I can see who's out with their girls and is just looking to have a girl night. I can yeah. see who's fucking miserable and married. You know what I'm saying? I can, I can see who, who's doing what, and who's got the vision in their head on who's trying to get crazier and who's like, and I just don't get that. You know, it just it blows my fucking mind. You know what? I just thought about it. Maybe they they do it because maybe something happened. Maybe they've just went through something and they feel like if they go out and they put themselves in a situation where they're forced to have a good time they it'll change right. their mood but in that case it doesn't i i don't i don't know maybe but that's an you're you're put yourself in that situation is what i'm saying so yeah you make the best of it though you don't sit there in the corner like a some girls do yeah some girls know. do and then they sit there and they like make fun of those people oh i hate that 
Ooh, just a bunch of mean girls. Don't be that bitch. (laughs) I'm gonna put it out there right now. Don't be that person. I don't know, man. I just feel like, especially when I hear women like, "Oh, I'll always be single. I'll be single for life." You know? Um, Yeah. There's always a always a bridesmaid, never a bride. (laughs) 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 Like, but why? Like, I know why I'm single. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know why I live the life that I live, and I'm cool with it. I'm content. Is there times I always I, I think of I wish I had somebody here? Absolutely, but then I fall asleep and I'm good, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but why are these pe- women out here single? Like, what is their priority? I think the prioritization of I don't even know if that's a word, but it sounded good. Of women nowadays, depending on their age, is so fucked up and so all over the place. So. What I think is they're so their priority is finding someone and that's such a high priority for them that they forget about doing all the things that make them happy, that make them who they are. So once you make finding somebody a priority, you lose all of your happiness of being you, like mm-hmm. being with yourself. So that's I feel like some women nowadays lose lose the translation of happy. They, yeah. They lose we do. It. And they have different priorities. And and listen, to each his own, you know, I know women that are all about money and they'll they'll fucking marry a dud that's a multi-millionaire just to be content and i can't stand the women that are out there and i'm gonna say this i can't stand the women that are out there that believe in coochie is the power and that they're the hottest thing on this fucking earth and they demand being taken care of for the rest of their life because they're fucking some hot commodity and their husband needs to make sure that the credit card's paid every month and they need to Fuck you. How about that? Yeah, I I agree with that. So like I mean listen, stay at home moms, cool. But that is something that happens. That is something that happens in internally, organically. We have kids, you want to be there, I get it. If you're in if the if the if if that's a possibility, then Absolutely. Sh- absolutely. But um I don't I don't know why anybody thinks that they're beneath you know, making an income for the, for the whole, you know what I mean? I don't get it. I don't get it. And maybe that's why I'm single. Cause I'm going to have my wife out there fucking <laughs> working, <laughs> working, get to fucking work lady, <laughs> you know, but I just think it should be, you know, it, it's equality, right? I mean, everybody, oh, yeah. you know, it, it's, if you have your thing, I, that's why I always, it's hard for me to find somebody because you know, you have these stay at home moms, which is great. Like my mom, was a stay-at-home mom for a few years when she had four kids. So it was a little different. That's different, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like these young moms that aren't even, <laughs> you know, that have a kid or two kids, I get it. You know, it's tough, especially like for your stance. It's tough. I, yeah. You're a single mom. Yeah, I'm you a have- single mo- I'm a single mom and I still make it work. So I don't think it's an excuse. Right. In my opinion, I don't think it's an excuse. If I had four, if I had four of my son, okay, maybe because... It's a lot. I mean, one is a lot for me, but I would never, I mean, I don't think it's an, I don't, it's not an excuse in my opinion. But I feel like that's something that happens, you know, and there's, there's plenty of families out there that have one or two kids that put them in daycare or mom's got to work, dad's got to work, or they figure out what their schedules and just make it happen. But some of these young girls nowadays, one, want to be married super young. And I feel like getting married now is more of a uh, bucket list than than it is as actual like love. And I can say that because I'm in the wedding business and I see this shit all the time. (laughs) But I don't complain because they pay my bills and my lights are on. So 
Um, it is what it is. You know, who am yeah. I to who am I to say it's fake or not fake? You know what I'm saying? But these women that live this fake money hungry it's lifestyle like a fantasy life will thing. all be divorced at the same time. Why? Because they all got married at the same time for the wrong reasons. Exactly. So they'll all be divorced later on in life when they fucking milk this dude or they have, you know, their husband at the time finds them fucking their assistant. Yeah. The co-worker, <laughs> the pool guy, the mechanic or whoever else. And people think I'm crazy. You know, you, you might think I'm crazy, but this is so true. And you, whoever listens, this might be you. And you'd be like, oh my God, this guy's such a prick, but he really knows me so well. <laughs> <You know? coughs> I just think it's so crazy how, why can't you be cool and beautiful? I, I, I don't know. I mean. Like, why is it so tough to be like a genuine person? <laughs> And I get it in the nightlife industry. I, okay, I get it in the bar. Like, oh, you got a guy. Oh, the only thing on his mind is like, oh, let's get laid tonight. Right. But you can read that off the bat. Oh, yeah. You can read that off the fucking bat. Depending uh, on how sober you are. Exactly. Depending <laughs> on how sober you are. And then you get that text in the morning. Did we do it? <laughs> did we do it? <laughs> and did you wear a condom? <laughs> because I blacked out and I don't remember. <laughs> oh, you don't remember gargling my nuts. <laughs> oh, my God. You don't remember that sloppy see why is that an excuse too like yo it is not an excuse you get fucking drunk that is all on her yo (laughs) that's on both of you okay you guys get drunk i hate why is that an excuse you get drunk oh i blacked out last night we had a conversation a very lengthy about politics (laughs) and you're gonna tell me you blacked out you don't remember us having sex you know bullshit (laughs) she probably doesn't want to remember it she doesn't want to be categorized That's fine. as uh, you know, a one-night stand or whatever. But what is wrong with a one-night stand? I don't... I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I also wouldn't do it, but... Right. Just because I don't... I think that that's something intimate, and I'm not going to just go around getting blackout drunk and sleeping with a new guy mm-hmm. often. I feel like one-night stands are held like... I feel like it started to be like a uh, kind of like a college thing, you yeah. know, like I was like, I feel uh, like it's more acceptable now, though, for whatever reason. I just don't understand why. I mean, and now I'm talking as a, as a male side, like obviously I'll never know, but I'm, I'm a big, you know, I always see both sides to things. You mm-hmm. know, I like to I like to think so. Um, but I I think a one night stand or having sex with a female as long as it's a mutual agreement and yeah. everything's out there and we're not you know i mean you do get these schmucks out here that are like i love you oh let's go oh to dinner god. this week oh my god i've never been so happy you know like there's <laughs> they're like selling it you know and whatever shit happens and then they don't call you the next day i feel like if you have like a mutual agreement like yo shit's gonna go down whatever or you, it happens not and- even that if you agree to go back to somebody's house or you invite this person back to your house whether or not you agree like mutually right. agree to it you just agreed to it right so right i mean you put yourself in that situation you went back to the house or you agreed to go back to the house like uh-huh. you did that right that's your agreement it is so it's true you had to have known that but going home with somebody that's what was going to happen. I hate hearing in the next morning, like if something like that happens. Now, I'm not out in the field like I used to be. You know, <laughs> I used to be a fucking little little playboy rock star. I used to be out there. 
But I was always honest. That was one of my only things. I always, you know, I was doing my thing. I've never sold myself. You know, yeah. I was never promising anything to these girls. I never, but I did, you know, I was a little playboy. I'm single. Yeah. I'm a DJ. I'm taking full advantage of that shit. Let's go. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Hey, ho. But I was always honest with them and they always knew, they always could respect me for that because like, yo, so what's coming from this? And I'd be like, uh, I'm really not into that kind of thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not the dating type. I'm, you know, I'm kind of doing my thing right now, which they have to be understanding on that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if you want to talk about it, we can talk about it. I'm sorry, you know, that everything, it, yeah. things got misconstrued, but we can have a conversation. I don't have to hate anybody. And any girl I've ever had a situation, a night, anything like that, to this day, I can call or have a conversation to be cool with yeah i've never been awkward you know ever. no yeah even the deco days you know maybe oh those are a little, maybe those are a little reckless those are you know? really reckless maybe those are a little reckless but i just feel like there's nothing with wrong with a one night stand as long as everybody's on the same page with everything agreed and use protection and use protection <laughs> yeah use protection otherwise you know you don't know what's going to happen nine months later yeah, I mean, hey, uh, I, I mean, that's life too. You know, you oh, make decisions agreed. and agreed. how do you feel about that? What do you mean? Like, oopsies. Oof. Um, well, I had an oopsie, mm. but I was with somebody for Yeah, four but years. you guys were in a relationship. Yeah. You were, you were you, about to get married. Yeah. So that was different. Yeah, very different. Uh, oopsie, one night stand. Oh. How do you feel about that? I feel like that's uh, not a good environment to have a child in. <laughs> Do you know New York just passed a law to have third trimester abortions? I believe it's only if the mother is at risk of uh, long-term health issues or death. Mm. I, it's not just, I don't want this baby anymore. Take it out of me. That's you, not how it works. Now, now you said your, your, your answer for that, right? Now, did you know Virginia pass the law for abortions after birth that's not an abortion anymore you're just murdering it well basically that's disgusting yeah that's real real life they have the senator of virginia actually like on a youtube recording talking about it that doesn't make any sense why would you why would you (laughs) well what do they what do they consider it um reviving the baby you know, like sometimes baby come, they don't breathe. They're not breathing. Okay. You know what I mean? Sometimes when babies are born, they don't. Yeah. So they say you don't have to revive the baby. Oh my goodness. So now, and, and you guys can look this up because where I learned this from is actually listen to a Joe Rogan podcast with Alex Jones, who is one of the, you know, if you haven't heard Joe Rogan, and I know I'm promoting another podcast here, but listen and subscribe to mine first and then listen to his. He's, got, <laughs> he's doing his thing. But. I listened to this Alex Jones and I was telling you about it. It's yeah, a, it did. was the fucking most mind-blowing podcast I've ever heard in my life. If you haven't heard it yet, check it out. Google it. Don't mind my dog in the background. See, he's even saying Alex Jones is wild. But this dude just knows a lot about a lot. And he knows a lot about conspiracy. He knows a lot about what's going on in the government. He knows a lot of stuff that's happening out there. And what's going on with... That in Virginia is actually some black market kind of shit conspiracy that is actually, this is his whole uh, description of this. So women 
that do not want to have their babies, they say, oh, well, don't revive the baby or whatnot, right? And then they say, okay, we're going to take the baby out of here. Mother never sees the kid. They revive him in another room, okay? Baby's alive, normal baby. Truck comes, takes him out, sends him off to the black market. Why? <gasps> Why, they ask? Question mark, doo doo doop. Because a dead baby on the black market is worth $50,000. A live baby on the black market is worth $500,000. Holy shit. So this is what's happening in our world today. In, you know, I guess Virginia. I'm sure <laughs> it's happening other places too that we don't yeah. know about. But it was the most craziest fucking thing I ever, ever heard of in my life. I'm telling you, it was a four-hour podcast and I listened to every minute of it. I might listen to it again just to learn more because um, <laughs> they talked about the craziest stuff. And Alex Jones is extremely animated and um, passionate about all this shit, you know? And uh, yeah, so I learned a lot about that. But listen, I don't agree with abortions um, to a certain point. You know, if it's an actual human being, Inside yeah, a woman, I think different. that's I think that's kind of fucked up. Um, that's just me. That's my, you know, that's a human being, and it should have a name already. You know, it's alive. Um, but having an oopsie baby, um, and you guys catch it, you know, three, four, five weeks. Hey, what are we gonna do? I feel like that's it should be all up to the woman. And, Agreed. You know, I think it should be all up to the woman. It's her body. She's going through all these, you know. I think the man should have a say in that, though, too, because it's both of their lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. It sh he should definitely have a say. But I feel like the final decision should be from the woman. This is my explanation. It's funny because I just had this conversation with one of my buddies. God forbid we have an oopsie baby. And this is the description I would give it. I'm here. And this is me. I'm not speaking for all men here. I'm here for you. Whatever you need. Um, um, your support system. Whatever you need from me, all you have to do is ask. And this is even after a one-night stand? After a one-night stand, I'm good. Yeah. We mutually had this, you know, we made this decision, we had sex, whatever. It's it's a decision we're going to have to live with. So I'm going to leave it up to you. Do you want to bring up this baby in a broken home, you know, a father and a mother that are split up? Because obviously we're not going to be together. It's not going to yeah. happen, you know. That's completely fine. I'm with that. I'll pay for whatever child support. I'll be in the baby's life. That's fine. I don't agree with it. But it's your body. And that's how I would leave it. You know, it, it's your body. You have to go through the labor. You have to go through all this shit, you know. For me, am I ready for a kid? No. But would I man up and figure it the fuck out? Absolutely, because it's not the baby's fault. So I thought with my dick, and now I have to pay with my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's better than I think most men would have said, so. Yeah, I mean. I, I don't think that any, I mean. I what am know. I supposed to do? I. But I don't know. I'm. You're right. I don't know what you're supposed to do, but I don't know any, I don't know a lot of men that would ha approach it the way you just said you would. I just, I don't see any other way. You know, like there's some men out there like, yo, yo, bitch, you better, you better cut that shit yeah. right out. <laughs> I'm going to beat your ass. I'll throw you down the stairs myself. Yeah. You know, and like, no, nah, bro, it's, it's her life, you know, and I'm sure that there's women out there that are like, oh, I got this motherfucker. I got this dude. That's it. Yeah, and I don't understand that either. Why would yeah, you? You know? I don't know. I, I just don't think it's fair, but that's how I feel about, you know, oopsies. Yeah. I'm, I, I, from the female side, I'm not going to have an oops, oopsie baby with somebody I had a one night stand with. Mm -hmm. It's, 
It's, it's a, a tough. It's a tough decision. It's, it's not the way I would want my life to go. I just think you know that whole tr- third trimester thing is fucking. Crazy. No, that's crazy. Like, that's crazy. That's, that's fucking crazy. Wild. Unless, like I said, if there was, I know the one in New York, I believe, is um, just if the mother's at risk of death or some type of really horrible complication. Mm-hmm. That I understand. Um, but at the same time, if I was the mother, I wouldn't know what to do at that point. Right. You know what I mean? It's wild. Wild life we live in. Very crazy. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Leave your comments at teamfrankieperez.com. <laughs> And the Frankie and the four F's page right at the bottom, <coughs> which is updated every podcast with new stuff. And we're also going to have our video stuff on there too. So make sure you guys leave some feedback because I like to hear from you guys, not just text messages and Instagram like y'all do. Go on the website. Make, make some traffic on there. That'd be great. Thanks. Yeah, he needs some traffic. Need some traffic. <laughs> traffic, traffic, pulling up my chapstick. What's up? So... Let's flip the script a little bit because that was a kind of sad conversation. Yeah. So Jesse Ann and I, uh, we went speed dating uh, last week. <laughs> so as you guys know, we're both single and uh, we're mingling. <laughs> and uh, we went speed dating at uh, Johnny Max. If you guys are ever interested, this is not a uh, sponsored uh, promotion. But Johnny Max in Asbury, New Jersey, check it out every second Wednesday of every month. And they have speed dating. You might find your true love. You might find your true weirdo. You never know. Definitely Johnny Max. (laughs) That was a good plug. You like that 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 plug? That That was was a good plug. Uh, So, yeah, we went. Okay, now, I've always wanted to go just to experience what speed dating was about. (laughs) Now, ladies and gentlemen, this was an experience. Oh, yes. So you go with yours, and then I'll talk about okay. mine. Oh, <laughs> uh, let me give the build-up. I'll give right, the build-up. Right, so we walk in, and I was hyped the whole time. I couldn't wait. Super hyped. I was hyped. Overly so, hyped. Yeah. <laughs> Not the fact that I was like, I was going to find somebody, but the fact that we were going speed dating. And, you know, it's it's cool because it's a win-win. You're having a conversation with somebody. There's no cell phones. There's no nothing. Like, all the bullshit cut aside. And you have three minutes to talk to these people. So they line up all these girls like a meat fucking market okay, <laughs> on these stools sitting down. We had the, the guys would stand in front of them and, and walk in a circle. You have three minutes with each girl, right? And um, you just talk about anything in these three minutes. Now, I think the timer was off because those three minutes yeah, were some super of them, fast. Some of them were fast, but some of them were longer than others. I feel yeah. like the, the DJ was not, uh, he was not paying accurately attention. Yeah. recording time. but it's Definitely not accurate. But yeah, so you had three minutes to talk. Um and you'd have to so we got a we got a piece of paper you'd write down the person's name that you talked to um and then you could write little notes on there if you wanted to so you could remember the conversation or remember you know if one guy for example was spitting on you while he was talking you can write down like Frankie spits you know mm. so that at the end of the at the end of the the rotation you had to circle two names of the two people that you liked the most mm mm-hmm. And at the end, she collected all the papers from the guys and the girls. The guys had to do the same thing, circle two names. And then she would match everybody up. All right, let's talk about who you met. Let's talk. Do you remember? I do remember. Okay, let's talk about it. Let's talk about them. Because I remember some of my (laughs) I know. So, uh, yeah. Well, actually, one guy was spitting on me the entire Mm. time he was talking. It was... Was your mouth open? No. I I, I let him talk. I did... my, My... 
um, strategy. Yes. Thank you. Was to allow them to do all the talking. Mm. So I started out the conversation. Where are you from? You know, the basic, basic small bullshit. talk. Yeah. So I didn't have to say much. That mm. was, that was the way I was playing the game. So how were you supposed to find somebody if you didn't say much? I wasn't looking for anybody. But still, it's just a conversation. I mean, if somebody, if, if somebody else came over to me, first of all, these guys walked over very awkwardly, didn't have much, you know. One guy's name was <laughs> Sapphire. Oh, <laughs> Sapphire asked if he could um, give me Roadhead. Oh. Uh, yeah, he wanted. Which is pretty, you know, that's. that's I want to know how, to, how it would work. I would. I'm still curious. I, yeah, that's ex- an extreme challenge, and if you can pull that off, you are a talented without individual. suffocating. Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, y- I don't know. That's uh, that's difficult. <laughs> that's that's that. I don't give a shit how long your tongue is. That's fucking hard. By the way, Sapphire looked like Cisco with a f- white fur coat on. Yeah, I had to just give you like a slight mental picture. Um, I was fucking great. But okay, go ahead. Come on. You so had yeah, Spitter, Saf- you yeah, had Sapphire. I had Sapphire. Um, I had one guy who was a, uh, actually a very nice guy. He's a gymnast. So he was telling me all about his, his uh, 29 years of being a, a, a gymnast coach, a coach for nice. gymnastics. Okay. Um, who else did I meet? I met uh, one guy just kept telling me how pretty I was. We, he didn't talk much. Oh, okay. That's fucking and weird. Yeah. All right. It was a little awkward. You're so pretty. Yeah. I like y'all a lot. I'm like, oh, thank you. That's really nice. You're the first person to tell me that. Wow, really? <laughs> Nobody else told you that? As, um, he, as he fucking elbows the guy that oh just went goodness. before, went after him, you know? And he's like, hey, idiot, you forgot to tell her how pretty she was. <laughs> <laughs> Winning. <laughs> um, and one guy was so uncomfortably close to my face and kept doing this weird thing with his eyes and his eyebrows. He'd squint, you know, he'd, he'd close his eyes slightly, like almost squinting and like kept raising his eyebrows every time I said a word. It was really weird. Maybe he, he was blind. He had a ponytail. He had a ponytail. Maybe he was blind. No. Oh. Maybe. I mean, he could have been. I think he was just extra drunk and creepy. Okay. Next. So those were the creepiest. Everybody else uh, was, was slightly normal. What makes a guy creepy? <sighs> mm. Oh, yeah, I maybe not creepy. They're just very awkward. I feel like all the men that were up there were just extremely awkward. Well, it's an awkward thing. Yeah, but no, I don't think so. Like, I can go on a date with somebody I've never met before, and it's not awkward. On a date, you guys, you know, you're on a date. You met so some guy. Cares? Hey, you, you know, you, you, you kick the shit, and you're stuck there regardless. No, it does, I don't think it matters. You've got three minutes with this person. You don't know them. Mm-hmm. You, just talk. Yeah. Without being awkward. It should well, be easy to have a three-minute conversation. It should be, but nowadays we have cell phones, and that's what—that's where Ugh. like my line was. So <laughs> let me tell you about my girls. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah. So my first girl just got out of a relationship. Now, mind you, ladies and gentlemen, I had a great time with <laughs> every one of them. I I chose them all. Uh, <laughs> I thought they were great. Um, I really like broke the ice with all of them real quick, and, and just jumped into a conversation about anything. Um, or they jumped into a conversation about anything. Um, one girl straight up asked me, she's like, all right, all bullshit aside, awkward question. What's your favorite sex position? And I was like, all right, we're right into it. <laughs> 30 seconds deep. Here we go. Doggy style and swirl. <laughs> so, um, no. So the first girl broke it down. I just got a relationship and then she just got right into sex. 
was like, all right, like, I see where your vision is here, girl. <laughs> um, I think her name was like Abigail or something. Uh, right Sounds into like sex. a nice name. It was a nice name. She was a nice girl. She was not my style, but you know, she was okay. good. I, I had to say, man, all of them, like I had good conversations. There was a couple that you can tell that were just like supporting a friend, okay. you know? Yeah. <laughs> supporting a friend. <laughs> Me. So, um, <laughs> it was great. You know, um, the first girl was, was super cool. Every girl after that was cool, but it was like, it was hard to really catch a vibe because you were kind of like in a rush. Yeah. You know? And, uh, there was one girl that was, that was funny that I was like, all right, I can circle this name. Like she was cute, kind of not my style. Um, but she had a good conversation because she was just like, all right, dude, is this bullshit or is it just me? <laughs> and I'm like, ah, this girl is asking what's up, you know? But, um, so you go around the circle, you meet all these girls and, and you're having cookie cutter conversation about anything. You can talk literally about anything. Um, one girl was great because I had her cracking up the whole time, but the way she laughed, she shrugged her shoulders at the same time. Oh my god! So she, so she was she like vibrating. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yo, she was but like big pumps, like big pumps every time she <laughs> laughed. It was great. I was like, I'm just gonna keep her laughing. She might fucking fall right off, laugh herself <laughs> off the chair, and then we got something to talk about. But um, I liked it. Honestly, I would speed date again. Um, definitely in a different environment for sure because I don't want to be known. Yeah, as I think like, that's. Not even that, though. I think that's just like an awkward bar to do that at. Yeah, but they said just it was the packed crowd. the week before. I know, which I don't. I, don't I know. like the experience because there was no cell phones. There was no nothing. And that was like my way in with all of them. I was like, this is great having a conversation with a girl at a bar, not having to worry about text messaging, not having to worry about her friend coming over and be like, hey, are you all right? Yeah. Like, trying to save a life. Um, because I feel like that is a lost uh, thing in this world. Um, I wouldn't call it an art. But um, I feel like conversation lacks extremely out there especially if you're single and trying to date yeah um and i feel like there are a lot of people out there don't know how to spark a conversation it can be anything it's not i don't even it's it's the continuing conversation like you get to an end of a topic and it's like an awkward silence for an extended period of time and you know it's it it's hard too when you don't you know when you're not when you're not vibing with someone that you're with either you can't like you know you don't know much about a person, so it's hard to pick up other topics, too, to start talking about. So that's when the small talk kicks in. What are what are some of the key things you look at before you even spark the conversation? Because obviously, you know, it's not all about looks, but you have to be attracted to something to have Physical a conversation. Physical attraction, yeah. Um, nostrils? Definitely not nostrils. Oh. I like a nice butt, though. Butt? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but what if you can't see the butt? It's got to be something else. Obviously, anything that I'm looking at is physical, so mm. nice facial features. You like beards? Uh, not always, but a little bit of something is nice. Uh, okay. Weird. Why? Beards. You've no, got... I have a beard. I was just going to say. <laughs> but, <laughs> so that was your experience on Speed Dating? That's what you like? So, so it was funny about this whole thing. Oh, yeah. So Speed Dating is cool. I definitely highly recommend it. Um, just try it was, it. It was fun. It was entertaining, and it's definitely something to talk about. Yeah, it, it was. A, it was a cool experience, especially if you go to a place like Johnny Max. They have free pizza. There's a good vibe in there. You can chill. Um, I liked it. I mean, it's hard for me not to like something. You know what I mean? But <laughs> I had a good time. So what's funny is we walked in, and you know, you have that awkward walk in, and Jesse and Ann and I both look like we just got off a fucking Harley out front. <laughs> We both had leather Matching jackets leather on. jackets. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, obviously we're friends, so it's a guy and a girl walk in. So there's this other couple that walked in that was a guy and a girl, and they happened to be friends. They're supporting each other. Um, so when it came time 
dim 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 doom to choose somebody. I circled the girl that I liked that I was like, all right, this girl's cool. And uh, I don't even know. I circled somebody else. Um, you did not circle me. I didn't circle Jesse. I was like, I ain't leaving with what I <laughs> what, what I came with. So, uh, uh, so whatever. Long story short, uh, ended up Jesse Ann and I ended up being the couple to be right. And this other couple that came with somebody, they are, they ended up matching as well. There was two other couples. Two other couples that matched. <laughs> go, go, good for them. Cool for them. Whatever. <laughs> Fucking losers. Um, so how this all stems to is there's fifty dollar gift card to the to the winning couple. You have to play a winning game of skee ball. One game of skee ball. Skee ball tournament. Highest highest uh, score wins. All the other teams go, and Jesse Ann and I fucking ripped them apart. Wrecked them. Wrecked them. It wasn't even close. But I look at the other couple, and we're talking like, huh, yeah, it's so funny. Are you guys like boyfriend and girlfriend? Like, no, we're friends. I was like, huh, bro, I guess we're leaving what we came with, huh? (laughs) Guess we're leaving what we came with. But it was so funny how that, like, worked out because that girl liked me. Like, she was kicking it with me, and... The dude actually circled Jesse in. <laughs> <laughs> and she wanted nothing to do with him. No. It was fucked up. Apparently, all of them circled me. Yeah. They That's all circled me. You said. fucking speed dating hussy. I, the one guy I circled didn't circle me back. I was pissed because he was the only one that I would, thought like we had good, good conversation. He was good looking or, you know, okay looking. And I don't know. I was really pissed he didn't circle Boy me. Way to go, Dan. Dan, that was his name. <laughs> Fucking Dan. Way to go, Dan. So that was our speed dating. But it was a good night. Then we ate like four pizzas mm-hmm. and uh, had a couple more beers and went home. But yeah. we went home fifty, you know, with a fifty dollar gift card. Fifty dollar gift card. Yeah. So we're gonna go out to dinner. Maybe. Yeah, baby. So what do you feel about sliding in the DMs? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't do it, but a lot of people do it to me. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about that? Could you get, you actually like, I've, I have talked to a few people that have, Yeah. but it depends on how you do it. So mm. if you slide in and you're just, I've gotten some really creepy ones. I've gotten some, lots of pictures of penises, which mm. guys, not a good look. We don't like to look at them. Yeah. I never, uh, I was ever a fan of that. No, and I, we're not a fan of, like, they're not attractive. If yeah. you send me, I don't care how long we're dating for, if we've been dating for years and you send me a picture of your penis, I'm not going to think it's pretty, so don't send it to me. Yeah, I don't think, uh, like, uh, I mean, I don't think the dick is an attractive thing. It's I think not it's, a very nice ca- looking counterpart. Yeah, I mean, sorry hey, guys. I coconut oil mine, so mine's like. I mean, soft. we like them, we just don't want to look at them in a photo. Yeah, um, I don't know. I've never got, I've sent maybe three in my whole life, and they were like, but it was like You've in the moment. Three? Yeah, it was like in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Like we're having like it was before FaceTime. So it's not like you can have FaceTime sex, you know? It okay. was kinda like one of those like, Oh, send me your nipple, I'll send you mine. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it escalated very quickly. It's a dick so, Yeah, but it was fine. I don't give a shit. I got nothing to hide. I don't fucking I don't give a fuck. But um like how do you feel about that? Like guys trying to like is it an automatic defense, like delete? weirdo or is if, it if it's a dick pic or just a random no regular DM. like hey what's so, up jesse Ann? how are you no um so i look at them and then i check out their profile mm-hmm. because i want to see if a it's somebody i know maybe um or b someone that's a mutual that you know see if we have mutual friends and c i want to see 
you know, what they look like, what they do, like what they post, like kind of try to see, get a feel for who they are before I answer. Right. And uh, if I like what I see, then I'll answer. Okay. So it's just plain on attraction. Yeah. Okay. Visual. Visual. It's visual. What I see. If I like what I see, then I'll then I'll respond. But how do you know they're not like some kind of fuck boy loser? I didn't get to that point yet. I just saw I what I I like what I see. Now I'll further the conversation. Okay. Now can you read through? You know, can you read in between the lines when it when it comes to this shit? Um. Yes, to a point. Um. But. I mean, I'm not going to really... I, how can you read between the lines through text messaging? It's very hard. Well, yeah. I mean, listen, there's... I feel like it's an easy outlet to, you know, meet somebody. But I feel like nowadays, it's like, it's all in rapping, rap, you know, it's all in music nowadays, sliding in the DM, whatever yeah. it is, you know? And I feel like, one, it's just like a dating website. It's, it's exactly... Facebook, Instagram, largest dating websites yeah. on the planet. You don't even need a Tinder. Yeah, you don't need Tinder or any of that shit. But it's the same shit. Like, I mean, I've, I've never had a Tinder, so I don't know about any of that. I never had Bumble or any, or any of that. Have, I have, I, I kind of... I deleted them. I think I should. You know, why not? I'll try it out, but... <coughs> you get some weird stuff on there. Yeah. Well, actually, I, I lie. I'll take that back. Actually, I, I opened up a Tinder in Brazil. Ooh. And that was an extreme... No, no, because I had Bruno, Fabio, <laughs> all these transvestites pop up there. I had probably 50 fucking They are so hard to tell the difference now. No, these were not. These were oh, cheap. Oh, these were, they these, were cheap. These were cheap ones, you know, but they popped up and I couldn't believe it, you know, but that was it. I started it and ended it same day. <laughs> and um, so, I don't know. For me, I feel like as a male... You can slide in a DM and have a conversation, but I feel like people don't take it serious. You know, like some of these girls don't take it serious. Some of these girls are like, oh, look at this fucking guy sliding in my DMs. Like, like it's never a, a real thing unless it's like a buildup. Like, oh, you comment on a photo or you say something on a story or whatever. It's like little things that get you thinking like, yo, what's this person about? Yes. You know, and then you have a conversation about whatever it is. Yes, I, I agree. That's the... That's the right way to go into it, especially if you want to get almost an immediate reaction mm-hmm. in my in in my experience. So I've I've had a few guys that have done that. You know, they follow, they like, then I see this person liking my things, so I go look and then I add them and then there's mutual likes and comments and whatever, you know, whatever right. you do on social media and uh then eventually a conversation sparks, which those all immediately answer because we've kind of already established something right. at least. Now, so. now, what is too much? What do you mean? Like what is too much in a DM? Besides pictures, obviously dick pics and all this shit. Uh, like, what is too much in a conversation to actually exceed some to a date? I mean, you d- don't don't be extra creepy or weird. Like I mean, I'm, what I'm saying, like what's creepy, what's weird? Like all right, so uh, if you. Um, that's a, see, it's a tough question. It, I guess, yeah. I mean, depend depending. Like, you can start. Uh, I hate it. I don't even know. I don't even know how to say that. Like, I hate it. Like, what I, do you mean? I, I, like, I, what do you mean you hate it? What do you hate about I, it? I hate texting or DMing or any of that shit because, like, you can get. I, I'm a, I'm an old school guy. I like calling. You know, I'm a caller. Yeah. You know, and my boys that are single, like uh, that's something I push on them. Like, yo, call and. Even to this day, I call girls, like if I meet somebody, the other day, I had a conversation with a girl. Wow, can't believe you called. Yeah, you gave me your number. Yeah. (laughs) 
What am I supposed to do? And then she's like, oh, no, usually guys text. No, not here. <laughs> so uh, how's it going? We're going to have a conversation now. And I literally talked to this girl for almost three hours. Yeah. Normal conversation. She's like, wow, I haven't had a real genuine conversation like this in the longest time. Well, obviously, because texting and DMing. Yeah. I hate all that shit. So it's hard to stress a personality through words online, especially when you're already, I feel like, in a losing battle with social media. Yeah. And it's hard to, like I was saying, it's hard to read, you know, between the lines or really see how somebody is until you get on the phone with them, I think. Right. Or And there's a lot of times where I like to, I like to FaceTime. I do a lot of that. So, um, you know, there were a couple of guys that I met via social media. I've asked them. I said, oh, can we, do you mind if we FaceTime? Like, I'm home. I'm not doing anything. If you're not, you know, if, are you busy? And some of them get weirded out by it. Mm-hmm. Like, why we got to talk on the phone? Why I got to see your face? Like, <laughs> <laughs> why not? Like, yeah. we, if you want to go on a, if, if this is progressing to the point where you want to take me on a date, you can't even talk to me through a, a cell phone screen. Uh, so let's see if we can, like, do it this way before we escalate this any further. Yeah, because it might be somebody else. Yeah, might, and I want to see that this is really you. It might be Trevor from down the block. Exactly. He's got a swastika tattooed on his forehead <laughs> or something. <laughs> like, and I might not be who I am. I have people asking me if I'm really me. Right. Like, is that really you in the pictures? All right, well, you well, can you see p- me. You have all professional photos on your Instagram. So Yeah, I know, but I could be... You know, I don't know. I could. Well, be that's what it is to too nowadays. Else. Is like, yeah, you can definitely be a fake person. Exactly. There's, there's plenty there's, of those out there. I can I can take a picture off Google and Photoshop the shit out of it to the point where I look like I do in my pictures. It's happened. Yeah. I've seen it. I got. I think I got catfished years and years ago, but I still don't know to this day. Is that crazy? How do you not know? I don't know. Her. Her. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. That made so much sense. That's I still don't know to this day. Her name was Peyton Russo. I even remember her name. Hop blonde chick I met on Facebook. We started talking. I know Peyton. She's no, she's from like Florida or something. Long story short, like we were kicking the shit, whatever. With a one time, she was finally in New York. We were supposed to meet, and her mother dies or some crazy shit. And I still don't know to this day. It was always like it was never Facetime. We could never Facetime. Did you talk on the phone? I talked to her on the phone, and okay. like the voice matched the picture. Yeah, you know, like she had like this southern like accent <clears throat> southern belle blonde chick cheerleader super hot super cool um but it just no facetime ever photos but they were always like professional photos they were never anything did uh, she have a lot of followers like normal normal, like people, normal? And people were commenting like it was like it was right before catfish came out it was before oh. cat, so it was like you know, I, I till this day, and like she hit me up probably like three or four years ago, and was like, "Hey, how are you?" And I just never answered. You know what I'm saying? Peyton, if you're listening, so yeah, if you're you know, out if there, you're, are you real? <laughs> I always wondered. You Frank know, just wants to she, know. She ended up having a kid with some dude. Like, oh, that's so what I'm maybe saying. she is real then. I just it was just weird. It was so just maybe weird. she got to New York, and even if it wasn't like her mom died or something, maybe she just didn't you know, feel comfortable. Maybe she, let me tell you something. So that long distance thing, and then it finally comes time for you to meet that person, like face to face. Sometimes we get scared because we don't really know who you are. Right. You know what I mean? But I feel like, I mean, I can't speak for everybody else, but my conversations are are very, you know, open and, you know, like I don't really hide anything. And I am, the way I am in a phone conversation, you're just going to get more of me in person. You know what I'm saying? We don't know if you're a psycho. I don't care right. what you guys talk about on the phone or, or in texts. I don't know you. Fair enough. You could have three bodies in your basement. 
You're right. So. I mean, we just, did you I watch? had a, wait a minute. I had a friend in California. That had three bodies in his No, oh. she was at a bar okay. and she made out with this guy at the bar. Oh, he yeah. invited her back to his apartment my or son. house. Yeah. She said, no, I'm with my girlfriends. I'm going to go home with them. She broke out in a rash all over her face. Ooh. Went to the doctor. It was formaldehyde. The guy has had, they investigated further. The guy had bodies that he was fornicating with in his basement. If she went home with him, she would have died. How fucked what? up is that? Yeah. That's real life? That's real life. They like arrested him and like yes. it was a thing? Yep. That's fucking crazy. So that's what I'm saying. You don't know who somebody is. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. So, wow. Be careful who you go that home sounds, with. That sounds like the dude from you. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys ever watch that Netflix uh, show, it's called You. Good show yeah it, it was wild i haven't watched a tv show like that ever um but that's real that is that's real, real life. life now that's real life nowadays because it's so easy with social media it's so easy oh with my computers. god it's so easy they're probably listening right now the government they're listening <laughs> you know but uh yeah it's 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 wild if you watch that show watch it it's it's only 10 episodes they're like 40 minute episodes but it's really good and you can binge it it's it's yeah it's that good so. My cousin and I watched it, and it was it was wild. Joe Goldberg is a savage, um, but yeah, I don't know. That's that's wild. That's, yeah, that's crazy. That's you, what I'm saying. You just don't know who you, you're meeting. That's why I think that this this Peyton girl might have just gotten nervous. Okay, fair enough. Now, now let me ask you something. Now, you know we're uh, thirty. We're going to be thirty years old. Oh God! I can't I can't wait? My back hurts. Your back hurts? Yeah. Because we said 30? Yeah, and because this chair sucks. Don't talk about my gift. <laughs> you, that was a gift. You don't even like them. That was a gift. Um, now, we get to this age of 30 and single, or 31 and single, or 32, 33. All right, chill going. out. What is the dire need of rush in life with women and um, needing to be married and children before 35? Oh. We just, we're all afraid to be alone. That's what it is. I mean, yeah, I think so. That's my feeling on it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've, I've recently just started dialing it back and focusing on myself and realizing that I know, but you know, you can't be happy with somebody else until you're happy with yourself. And to be honest, there are a lot of things I want to accomplish as an individual, and I don't, you know, necessarily need somebody. It's just the, the, the comfort of knowing that you have somebody. And I think that's what it is. I get it. I get it. But I feel like it's a time and a place. Agreed. You know, I feel like, and especially putting that pressure on, like I've dated girls in the past that were like, see for me, like when I date somebody and, and my fire goes out for whatever reason it is, whether they're putting pressure on me or whether we just don't click, there's no rekindling that fire mm-hmm. for me. I'm, I'm, that's just the type I'm very black and white. Um, I just don't feel a, a, a need to try to force something that is not going anywhere, you know, in, in that facet in, in like a relationship, uh, status. Um, we could still be friends. I could be cool with that person, but yeah. you know, I just, uh, I don't think, and maybe, maybe, you know, somewhere down the line, something happens and it just kicks in, you know, but, um, I just feel like few girls that I've dated in the past have always like, well, I'm 28 and, uh, when I have kids and I want to get married, yeah. like, why does that have to be such, such a thing? You know, like why, why does that have to be, um, 
such a hot commodity in their life. Like, why? Why do you have? Why? Why does it have to be thirty? Like, why does it have to be thirty-five? I get it. Like, women. You we know, they we have, put they a have, number on those they things have issues for whatever reason. Having kids after that, I get it. But like, maybe you're supposed to be single. Maybe you're not supposed to have kids, or maybe you are supposed to have kids, and it's just you're, it's going to be at thirty-three and not thirty yeah. years old. You know, like. I don't know. I just feel like women nowadays put such so much pressure on themselves that it hurts them in the long run and keeps them from being happy because they're putting so much pressure on their life and like I need somebody, I need kids, I need That's a house. That's what I'm saying is they put so much pressure on that aspect of their life instead of putting more effort into careers or uh friendships or um you know, hobbies, things that they should be focusing on rather than just putting all of their focus on being in a relationship and right. forcing something that's not meant to be or meant to happen right now. Right. And how do you stop that? How do you f- stop forcing something that's not meant to be? It's hard. You, it's, 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 you have, it, it's all self-realization in mm-hmm. my opinion. Uh, I just went through it. So you, you have to get to a point where you come to terms with, you know, with yourself that, you know, these are the things that I need to work on as an individual. And until I do these things, you know, I'm not going to be ready for, to give myself to somebody else. Like you have to be a hundred percent. You have to be with somebody else who's a hundred percent and together that's, you know, that's when it works. You can't, you can't go into a relationship, you know, 50, 50. Right. right. So I think, to, it takes a lot to get to that point, you think, know, of, of realizing that you need to stop focusing so much on that and focus more on yourself. I think there's a lot of women out there that, um, you know, want a relationship, want kids, but when all things are said and done, aren't ready for that. Agreed. That's what I'm and, saying. And in a male aspect too, I'm saying women, but male, because obviously it takes two to tango, but I, I feel like, uh. I, there's a lot of women out there that aren't ready for that. They think they are because their friends are married and have yeah. children and you know, they're going to their baby showers and their cool, real one of a kind, uh, baby reveal parties and, yeah. uh, you know, all this shit that's the build up and, and their weddings and all that. And I feel like it's almost like, it's uh, like a fear of missing out too, or, or not a fear of missing out a fear of, you know, um, I feel like, a fear of being forgotten. Yeah. You know, like, oh, you're the single friend, but all six of my girlfriends are married with kids. So, like, now what? Right? Agreed. Right? Yeah. Because I know I feel that a little bit, and, and I'm a guy. But, yeah. you know, uh, a couple of my boys are in long-term relationships, and a couple of my boys are married, and I have two or three friends that are single. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, and we definitely don't hang out like we used to, but, I mean, we're still all friends, and nothing will ever change that, but... The separation has definitely happened and, you know, being a little distant has definitely happened only because we're in our own lives. We're, Mm -hmm. you know, we're not going out every single weekend. We all have work. We all have businesses and whatnot. So, I mean, it it happens, you know, but I feel like uh, it's just something that is life and it's organic and and it's just a natural thing that happens that you need to adapt to it. And you need to kind of look at yourself in the mirror and understand that it's okay. Yeah. Trust the process. Trust. Trust the process. Yeah. All, everything comes in time. And once you get, you know, once you come to terms with that and you just kind of focus on what you need to do, things will happen. It's just, 
Take it easy. Yeah. Like I said for a long time, like, ah, I'm not getting fucking married. You know, fuck that. I'm not getting married. <laughs> Obviously, everybody wants to get married. I don't know. You know, and I say that because I'm in the wedding business. I see this shit every single weekend. But uh, I don't know if I'm ever going to get married. You know, I'm sure I will. You know, I'll definitely be a killer husband and a killer father. Um, just because I wear my heart on my sleeve and I'm super an emotional, supportive person. But I'm also not just going to do it to do it, you know. And uh, and that's what everybody's doing this t- today. Yeah. That's why the divorce rate is so high. I'd rather take time <laughs> and, you know, slow cook the steak. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And slow cook the turkey before it's really fucking ready. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If I'm going to talk about it, that's, that's how I feel. Like I, we're just going to slow cook it. And I, I just, think that you, you can't just jump into a relationship and, 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 and I think that a fat, you need a solid foundation with somebody too. Like, you know, take, take your time. You don't, it doesn't need to be, you know, you don't need it. When you put deadlines on things, that's when shit goes wrong. Yeah. You know, go into it with a plan, but don't set, yourself up for you know failure a failure yeah <clears throat> that's tough it is. it is tough so how do, how does the whole dating process work with you being that you have, are a mom how does how does that affect you or does it affect you or does it help you um it doesn't affect me i mean whoever i i'm honestly it actually works out in my favor because you know if somebody gets annoyed with the fact that i have to go do something for my kid okay well this was never going to work from the get-go right. um you know so anybody who can understand my schedule with you know my son and respects it um you know those are the ones that eventually you know they get the date right or you know we start dating and uh <laughs> Jay's in the background. He's like, "Yo, set me up. <laughs> see you, see you next Wednesday." <laughs> we have an audience today, so he's in the back. Yo, I'll see you at speed dating. I'll be number twelve. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you have they have to understand that my kid is number one. So I think that kind of cool. weeds out. It kind of weeds out the the, the ones, week. Yeah. For sure. So, and and for me, um, I like I, I like that. You know, I like women. I've dated two, three girls that have had children in the mm-hmm. past, and uh, it's never affected our relationship. But one thing I definitely did make a stance is I don't want to meet your kids unless this thing is going to be serious. And in return, she shouldn't have you meeting her kids until you right. know it's serious. She, she knows it's serious. And it was never something that happened. Like, yeah. oh, you know, like I want you to meet my kids. Like, no, well, whoop. Pump yeah. the brakes. You know, it, that never happened to me. But uh, I also, and I told him, like, listen, not saying you were, but this is how I feel about this. Because honestly, like, say this relationship builds and whatnot, I'll be more upset about losing the kids than I will about you. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, that's how I would feel. Like, yeah. I'd be so upset about losing the kids yeah. than I would be about actually losing my girl. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's tough. You know, and I feel like you're kind of battling, like, this hustler, misindependent woman but also an independent solo mom you know what i'm saying yeah. so it's kind of two worlds you're juggling it is on top of trying to be like naked on instagram and single <laughs> you know so it's crazy and like even that like social media like what is too much i know you know like what is enough like some people might look at you on social media and be like oh this chick's definitely a fucking hussy like yeah 
Isn't that and crazy? I've gotten, and I've gotten that before. Yeah. But, I mean, they don't know me. They don't know me. <laughs> Just follow and like. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And, I mean, I see single moms just like me doing way worse and uh, posting way worse than what I post or there's cam girls or there's moms that are in porn and oh, uh, uh-huh. so I'm like PG compared to I remember one of my first trips to Miami and I'm going to put myself out there and I'm going to tell you this <laughs> one of my first trips to Miami was with a buddy of mine and we literally we were 21 freshly 21 I'm 29 now so this is 8 years ago and we literally woke up on a Sunday and just drove to Miami we are like say fuck it um, we don't work this week we had like a thousand dollars in our pocket and we were like, we'll make it work. Falling. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we went to Miami for a week and it was honestly one of my best vacations ever. Um, we meet these girls, whatever we go back, we do our thing, mm-hmm. you know, late night aerobics, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'll never forget this, this, this chick I picked up. I forget what her name was. I don't know, but she had flames tattooed around her vagina. Oh and I'm God. like, wow, this is. I'm 21, so I'm like, I'm winning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm fucking winning. She got fake boobs. First time I've ever seen those. Hot. Probably like late 20s, early 30s. I'm 21. She, we do our thing. She goes, kisses me in the morning. She like leaves at like five in the morning. She's like, oh, I gotta go. I gotta go. Leaves, comes back the next night. She's like, oh, I put the baby to bed. Then I came over. So she was banging me like all week, putting her child to sleep. <laughs> Right with however she was doing it, leaving him home alone, child asleep oh in her bed, God. would rip me apart till five six in the morning. Goes all right, I gotta get back before you know. I don't want my my kid to wake up and I'm not there. What? Every night for a week was the craziest thing <laughs> I ever fucking witnessed in my life. But that's wow. that's the life that we live. You know what I'm saying? So you have single moms out there still doing their thing, still. You know, being hussies, and then you have moms like you know that are responsible and take care of their kids and have yeah. jobs and are still trying to date and make it happen. Yeah. So, do you feel like having a kid sometimes holds you back and like, um, and not holds you back in like life? I'm saying holds you back into actually opening up to someone. Yes, opening up. Yes, just because. Well, not actually, let me take that back. Not really because nobody's, nobody comes near my kid. You know what I mean? So like the relationship starts between me and some, and somebody else, some, right. you know, this person. So, um, and until I feel you're worthy and I feel like this is going somewhere, it's never going to happen. Right. So I don't think it holds me back, um, because I never introduced my son. Mm-hmm. So I feel like nowadays it's. People are very judgmental. I feel like they're less judgmental these nah, days. I feel, for me, I feel like it's more judgmental, but it's less like, um, I would say, um, criticism. As weird as that sounds. Okay. Because it's judgmental because there's a lot of people that uh, will judge you for the clothes that you wear or what you've done in your past or what happened in your last relationship or having a child or, oh, you work at Walmart, like judgmental as far as that. Okay. But whatever happens that night and goes through, you know, the whirlpool of a nightlife, night out or Mm -hmm. relationship, whatever, they'll criticize you on how you handled that and and go through that situation. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Are you you catching? 
I'm, I'm catching it. Are you? Yeah. Because I feel like today it, it, it should just be... It should just be real. There's so much bullshit out there and everybody's <sighs> trying to have the show, you know? And yeah. Everybody follows shit on Instagram that people are doing and that's like not real. I, I just don't get it. And, and there's times that I go out and I, you know, I'm DJing and I'll see a girl. I'm like, damn, that girl is fine. Like, what <laughs> is up? But then I'll like dance with her and she's like a whack-ass dancer or has no conversation and I'm mm-hmm. like, but why? You know what I'm saying? Like, why? Like, why? I just don't, I don't get that, you know? And, and, Maybe it's me. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe I'm too much. Maybe I'm looking for too much. I don't know. But I feel like today is like the biggest time to be a judgmental person. I, I feel like it, it happens all the time for me. Okay. Because people know me from my past. So they know like, oh, Frankie's always single. He's, he's never dated. Yeah. No? I don't, I, don't, I don't see that. You don't because you know me. Uh, yeah, I guess. You know me. You've seen me in relationship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, it's different. But I feel like for me, it's hard. But at the same time, we were different. Like people, we're, we're almost 30. Like It doesn't we, matter. I don't understand how people judge. I mean, I don't. Even though we're 30, people still live in the past. You know this. You know the crew that I'm talking about that still live in the past. Yeah, I know. So it, it, it is what it is. Like some women and dudes just don't know how to like grow out of that stage and just Oh, so what do you like, like grow up with their age, you know, like, yeah, they turned 30, but they're still thinking like they were fucking 21 again. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like nowadays it's, it's tough because Mm -hmm. people still judge you. People still judge you from my past, you know, and ladies and gentlemen, listen, I've never said I was perfect. I never said I was, you know, the guy out there, but I was a, a young, single, you know, handsome DJ fighter. I took full advantage of it. Yeah. You know, I jumped on every opportunity I could. I was having fun. I was doing my thing. I never raped anybody. <laughs> I never good. never took advantage of anybody. Never caught a, you know, never caught an STD. Never had an oopsie baby. Always happened and whatnot. It was, you know, there was never any issue with what I did. Yeah, whatever. I was, you know, fucking around with a few different couple girls every month. And that, w- that was just me. That was yeah. what I was doing. But, and it was nothing... There's nothing wrong with that. I don't no. I don't see anything wrong with that. I don't see anything wrong with a guy being a single guy fucking around with a few different girls. As long as it's all out there, it is what it is. Yeah. But that was my life and that's the life that I live. Now times have changed now where I've grown and I'm, you know, I'm still single. I'm still out there doing my thing. I mean, I'm not fucking around with a different girl every single night. Um and honestly, I don't even look for that anymore. Sometimes it does happen, sometimes it doesn't, mm-hmm. you know. It is what it is. When you get older, you just gotta. You'd rather be sleeping by eleven than you know be out till two. But, um, but even though I meet girls nowadays, they still look at me as the Frankie Perez that I was eight years ago or ten years ago or whatever, even five years ago. You know, it's like they're so hooked on that, but they don't understand like somebody could change me. Somebody, yeah, but you are different now. They're just. Yeah, but they don't see that. That's what I, that's what I'm saying. No, They're not adapting yeah. to the 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 new age, like the new. I don't understand it. I guess I don't understand why they do that. I don't know. But, and that's just, I'm not, I'm talking about me, but I'm sure there's plenty of other guys out there that are the same. And there are guys my age that are still living their life like they were 21. There's still guys out there that go out to places and you know yeah. look for that one night stand or. 
not even make it home, you know, right in the parking lot. And it is what it is. Who am I to judge them? You know, they're, yeah. they're out there living their life. But I just don't understand women that don't change their wavelength as they get older, you know? I think it's that's immaturity. I, I don't know. I don't have another explanation. For what that. are your thoughts, people? Put, put in, in the comments below. Put in, put in your comments below <laughs> at TeamFrankieProz.com. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a crazy day. It's a crazy time to be alive. I guess I don't understand the whole judgment part because I I wasn't that. I didn't live that crazy single life, you know. Right. When I was younger, I mean, I went out a lot, but I was never like promiscuous. Mm-hmm. You think there's people that are just made to be in relationships and made to be single? No. No. I think there. I think that. I think there's a somebody for somebody. Every somebody. I think there's a somebody for every somebody. (laughs) (laughs) No, I feel like, you know, open relationships these days are a big thing. Like I know a lot of people that have their somebody, but they still have other somebodies, Mm -hmm. but they still come home to that one somebody. That's very popular. It's very popular. So like I said, I think there is somebody for everybody Mm -hmm. in my opinion. It's just, you got to find that person that's on the same page as you as far as what, you know, your values are, what, you know, you want out of life and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. So, yeah, I think it's just it's tough. It's tough. It, it is. It's a scary world out there. Scary. Yeah. So what are your some some of your pet peeves that keep you from knocking someone down? Oh, pet peeves. Um. Uh, I I don't really have a whole lot. My thing is... Don't be weird. Don't be a creep. We get yeah, it. I got that. But no, my thing is, is every every person I've talked to so far or I've tried to have, n- not even date, but, you know, just have conversation with, they gas themselves up a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, that's... I think we've talked about this before, too, where the whole idea of dating... Uh, is is a joke in my opinion because all you do is bullshit each other for mm-hmm. the first like couple months and then god forbid it does go somewhere and then you find out you know however long into the relationship that half the shit they said in the beginning wasn't anywhere near what it actually is you know like what the hell just happened yeah yep. so that's that's my biggest pet peeve like if you you know guys for whatever reason sometimes feel um less of themselves if they tell me they live home with their parents and they're 30 years old I don't care. If I had the, the opportunity to move back home with my dad, I'd do it in a heartbeat because I can save more money. I can get myself, you know. Ahead. Yeah. So that's not a turnoff for me, but some guys won't say that in a conversation or they'll make up some other bullshit, you know, story about I have a roommate or what, whatever the case may be. And I, my biggest pet peeve is just people are not, honest just Mm -hmm. tell me how it is because if this goes anywhere i'm gonna find out one way or another and then we're both gonna have just wasted so much time because you're a lying sack of shit that's my thing that's my biggest thing so you've been lied to in the past yes (laughs) that's not cool no and that's what i and and once a liar always a liar yeah pretty much so that's that's the the biggest pet peeve of mine why do, why do you think that is? Why do you think that um, people feel the need to sell themselves and, and put themselves at a way to where 
they need to say certain things to make them look better to be accepted by this certain individual like why why is that such a like uh, a thing like how do they know that they want to be accepted by this person you know what i'm saying yeah i i don't know like i might not like you i might not want you to accept me but this is me regardless yeah you know what i'm saying instead of just selling myself i drive this and i have a roommate but my roommate xyz is kind of my mom and uh you know (laughs) (laughs) so i I just never got that you're right i think dating process is bullshit too so yeah i i don't know why they i i don't want to be impressed like you don't need to impress me i'm not looking for you know i'm looking for somebody real Mm -hmm. i just i want something real so don't glorify your story i'm okay i have plenty of scars i've been through a lot of shit and i have no problem putting my stuff on the table so i don't want i and i'm not going to try and impress anybody like i don't start out a conversation with somebody maybe that hasn't seen my social media and like oh i model and i do all this and i'm i'm just a girl on instagram with half naked pictures yes i do have an agent but i'm not like Full naked. Yeah, whatever. I'm not glorifying myself. You know what I mean? I'll start out a conversation with, you know, real things because, you know, social media is pretty much, you know. Well, it took over the world. Yeah. So, but my thing is don't try to impress me. Like, I I respect and appreciate, you know, the, the messy stuff, I guess. You don't have to be perfect. I don't expect perfection. Um... I'm not perfect, so don't, don't, don't. Don't sell yourself, you fucking cheap guys. Yeah, just be you. Just whoever you are, do that. That's you, what you should be. How do you feel about splitting the bill? I'll I'll pay for the bill. Ooh. I got no problem with that. Ooh. Like you take, if date? you take me out to dinner, yeah, if you take me out to dinner one time, I'll take you out to dinner the next time. Or... We can go and like play some pool and whoever wins pay, you know, loser pays for dinner. Like make it doesn't have to be like, I don't need you to pay for my dinner all the time. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like, I I was, I was raised super old school. So I know I get it. Even a girl that I don't even like I'm paying, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so is that why you pay for our lunches all the time? Yeah. Even, even if I think they smell, I'm like, I'm paying, I'm paying for their (laughs) shit. But, um, yeah, I don't know. That's just me. But that's cool. I mean, these, these guys are going to be on here like, who is this girl? Ooh, we, we don't play. take advantage of it. If you're like, oh, I forgot my wallet. Every time we go out to, to eat, I'm going to catch on at some point. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. I hear stories like that. That's the craziest thing to me. Ugh. I could just never do that. You know, like I, I could never do that with my boys, let alone like a female. Uh, like I fuck around with my boys and like my boy Dave and I, like we always like, oh. Don't got my wallet. Guess it's on <laughs> you, buddy. But my wallet's still in my pocket. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you know, or I'll pull my wallet out to pull like a receipt. Like, oh, don't got money. Sorry, you're paying. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, I don't know. I just, um, I was raised super, super old school and traditional with my parents. And to the point to where I, uh, I always paid. Always. And I've had girls in the past pay for my dinner. I had, you know, and I think that's cool. And I think it's cute. I still feel weird. I know. It's a complex you guys have. You which know? 
I, I don't know. It's just that's certain things that I feel like a man should do, you know. But I do feel inequality. Like, oh, you can pay for dinner too. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I mean, you know, I'm with it. I'm with it. But like I said, make it fun too. Like, go do something and then whoever loses, pay for dinner. Mm-hmm. Like, ski ball tournaments. Ski ball. <laughs> yeah, what's up, girl? Give me that. <laughs> oh, man. So dating's crazy. But um, now, as far as tattoos. Are you going to ask me how many I have? Yeah. I don't know. How do you not know? Cause I mean, how do you how do you classify a tattoo as one? Like I have one whole arm done. Yeah, like but how many piece on the arm a single tattoo? Is that what you mean? I don't know. You tell me. I don't, my I don't, whole I don't arm, have any. my whole right arm is done. Half of my Whoa. left arm is done. Okay, so my that's stomach. two. We'll say two, okay. three. Um, Your finger. My finger. Four, my hand. Five. My neck. Six. My back. Seven. My side. Side is eight. Um, my foot. Your foot is nine. My ankle. What's after ten? <laughs> What's after nine? Uh, the tops of both of my knees. Yeah, those are stupid. Yeah. Um, I'm telling 11, April. Twelve. Are and those the, eleven and twelve? The yeah, and then the back under underneath my ass cheeks on both legs. Underneath your ass cheeks? Yeah. What is underneath your eye? Don't tell me you have bow ties. No, I don't have bows. I wasn't that basic, but I was basic with some script word letters, you know. You have words underneath your ass cheek? Yeah. Do you read them often? No, I'd like to get rid of them right now. (laughs) (laughs) What do they say under your ass cheek? Look up. Pura Vida. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. So when that whole under the ass cheek fad came out of getting like some like quick saying like some girls have um sick girl and like other weird shit i was one of those like p-u-r-a or p-u-d-a p-u-r-a oh is that like italian pura vida is french no spanish yeah Uh, it's like it's it's a saying in costa rica uh, or puerto rico it, it's Costa Rica, and I'm it pretty is. sure I think it's with a D. It is. Yeah. So yours is with an R? No. What are you talking about? Now you have to about? go look at your ass. It's P-U-R-A-V-I-T-A. Yeah, I think it's with a D. Mine is a D in Italian. Yours is a D? Yeah. You have a D on your ass? Yeah. Pura vida. Yeah. 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 I was just in Costa Rica, so I know. That's why. I'm okay, so... So yeah, um, you, so you read it often? No, it's, it's just something that's just there. It's just there. It'll nice. be removed. Oh, when did this whole tattoo thing start? Uh, when I was eighteen. Oh, I got what, my first tattoo on Seaside Boardwalk. So classy of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was it? Uh, the word on the back of my neck. It says Forza. 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 Oh. Okay. What made you get that? I don't know. It was a basic white girl first oh tattoo. Oh, my God. You're so basic. I How know. Friends. Um, what, what, like, do all your tattoos have meaning or you just got Not them? Not all of them, no. I mean, my arm has meaning. Um, yeah. This, my right arm has meaning. Um, everything else is kind of just things that I've wanted or that I've had envisioned in my head and... I went to my artist or whichever artist I wanted to do it and they pieced it together for me and made something nice out of it. Where did your tattoo go to the 
next extreme because you know it's a sleeve is okay but like your whole body is pretty you know it's getting there yeah it's getting there and i've got more plans yeah you said you have a whole back oh you have a whole back piece yeah it's getting we didn't count that so you got like over 20 that's gonna happen the whole back is gonna get done yeah that's what i'm saying that's crazy yeah so like where did that infect once you get one it's very hard to stop infatuation infatuation happen um I don't know where it happened, but all I know is that after I got my arm, after I started my arm, it just, I, I, I kept wanting more. Do you feel like you as tattoo, you know, model, um, do you feel like you get to a point where it's like, fuck it, I might as well keep going? Or do you ever wish that you can be blank again? Uh, I do wish I could be blank again. Mm. There are times where I wish I could be blank again. Right. Why? Why? Um, being judged in public? No, I, I don't care about that. No, actually, I don't want to be blank again. There are a lot that I wish I never got. Yeah, like tattoos under your ass that you can't read. That makes sense. Yeah, those definitely. But that's okay because there are corrective actions you can take to remove them. Oh, and like completely delete mm-hmm. them off your skin? Yep. And never see them again? Exactly. Really? Yeah. How long does that take? I feel like that might hurt more than the actual tattoo. It does. I started on the one on my side. Mm. It's very painful. It's like a. It's like somebody pours uh, lighter fluid on your body and sets it on fire. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, it's not fun, but I mean, I, I'm going to do it still. Mm. <laughs> Why do you think tattoos have, you know, transformed this world into a significance of, um, I guess, like, uh, like sexy, you know, like why, why did tattoos all of a sudden like become such a, uh, what, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, I forget the word I'm looking for. I can't. I can't think of the word I'm thinking. But like everybody's getting them because either they look, they think they look cooler or sexier. But they all have like basic ass shit on them. Like I can't tell you how many guys I've seen or I know that have prayer hands, or rosary beads. Rosary beads or their name on their back. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's just a. It's just a fad. I think. But they're still out there. Yeah. Dudes are still getting full sleeves and. You know, women are getting sleeves, and yeah. I, I mean, I like tattoos. Don't get me wrong; like, I'm not, I'm not bringing this up because I don't like tattoos. Like, I love tattoos. I, I do. I don't have any. You know, well, I don't even consider that a tattoo. But, um, I was just always raised on, you know, you don't need tattoos. Like, my dad was super old school, so he was like, wannabes get tattoos, and wannabe <laughs> tough guys wannabes. get wannabe tough guys get tattoos to make them look tougher or whatnot. And just because of fighting, I never got tattoos because everybody was like, oh, you're a fighter. What are your name tattooed across your chair? Like, I just, <laughs> I never, and, and I'm the type of person, like, if I get tattoos, I'm going big. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm going to get my whole back, my whole chest, whatever. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Um, but I feel like now it's such like a, uh, 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 a trend. That's what I'm saying. That's the yeah. word. You know, it's like a trend. Like, everybody wants their sleeve and everybody wants their... Oh, this is the meaning. This is my meaning behind it. But yeah. it's really you just want to look cool on Instagram. Yeah, and that's that's sometimes why I wish that I didn't have any because now it's just like, I mean, I see girls with uh, cupcakes and lollipops tattooed all over their arm. That's stupid. Butterflies. Yeah, that's dumb. You know, um, but or the bow ties behind the to. leg. I hate that shit. I know. I hate them too. Yeah. And I know so many people with them. That's but so stupid. It is. They're just 
some of them are just dumb. Mm-hmm. But there's a story behind all of them, so it's kind of fun. I feel like at. they're all. I feel like there's some people that are addicted to it. It is very addicting. It's very painful, but for whatever reason, you still can't stop. Yeah, I don't know. Do you feel like uh, you kind of lose translation with relationships sometimes because of your tattoos? No. No. I've talked to guys with zero tattoos that think it's the hottest thing ever. And uh, you ever talked to a guy that was like disgusted by them? No. Mm-mm. Mm. I have great relationships, not even like romantic relationships with people from work, you know, uh, professional relationships. Do you hide them or do you show them at work? No, I show them. Mm. See, that's a tough one. See, it. I. There's there's women that are into dudes that are like look fine in a, in a suit and then they take their suit off and they're like completely covered. Like women yeah. are into that. Yeah. See, uh, I mean, I'll go in like initial because I feel like first impressions are, are lasting or, you know, people are judged more on a first impression than anything else. I feel like it's hard to come back from. So I go in with everything covered for the most part in the summertime, not so much cause it's hot. I'm not wearing like long sleeves, long pants. Um, but I try to go in conservative and then once I get in the chair and I'm talking to somebody, then that's when I, you know, I kind of not flip the switch, but I feel a little bit more comfortable. Right. Would you ever tattoo your face? No, I won't tattoo anything from my boobs up. Boobs like up. no chest, no neck, no face. Might as well do your chest. You have one. Don't you have one in between your boobs? No, it's underneath on my oh, stomach. On your stomach. Oh. All right, what'd you say? Mad defensive. Yeah, what? Who? who I, I never had one between my boobs. I thought that thing went. I don't know. I don't, no. I don't, what is it? A Medusa? It's a, it's, no, it's a cameo. Oh. Yeah. That actually has meaning. My grandmother gave me a cameo from Italy. And I still have it in my jewelry box at home. But um, I got that cameo mm. and um, some neo-traditional roses around it. Cool. Well, that's dope. Yeah. Some of them have meaning. or Some of them are have meaning to me just in general. Like my one, my other sleeve is, um, my half sleeve is feathers and a compass that's not pointing anywhere. They're the, both the hands are in opposite directions. Cause I always feel like lost, you know, you know, I'm always questioning whether I'm doing the right thing or I'm going in the right direction. So it means something to me. It doesn't yeah. necessarily have like deeper meaning, you know, like this is for my grandmother because she liked feathers and, compasses you know what i mean like yeah. i don't have not all of them have meaning like that nice you have one lined up that you're gonna no no shortly i will just gonna get another spanish saying on your back that no. you can't read no oh okay you better stop talking shit over there you're very I'm close to saying, me i'm just saying I, I just that's one thing i don't understand is like useless tattoos yeah i tell me about it yeah. They were so that's the thing. When I was younger it was cool. Like I thought it was cool. Now I'm like, all right. That was the dumbest thing. I, I just can't wait till all these people to get old and their skin saggy and I'm like looking at them like, oh damn. Like at least yours are nice. Like you have nice ones. Kirch has nice ones. Kirch has really nice You know, nice but ones, there's yeah. some people out there that have like the stupid really shit. stupid ones, yeah. But hey, it is what it is. That's their life. They're living yeah. it, you know? And I think that, you know, in the moment, that's something you wanted at some point in your life. And, right. you know, I can look at some of them and I have a story behind it. So. Right. No, for, for sure. You, you know, your own personal reasons. For sure. Uh, I mean, it, it, to each his own, right? Yeah. Who are we to say anything? No. But hey, 
Fuck it. I think we got I, I think we got a lot here. This is this was good. Yeah? Yeah, how do you feel about your life right now? <laughs> that was a serious question. Yeah, I just asked you a fucking question. How yeah, do you feel about your life? Yeah, it's kind of serious. I'm uh I feel good about my life. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm finally do I'm um, we're almost 30 and I feel like I'm finally going after all of the things I've always wanted. So. Do you feel accomplished? Yes. And I also feel like I'm making the right steps towards accomplishing everything else I'd like to. Mhm. Mhm. I I think that's good. Because yeah. I I feel like um a lot of people in this world don't look at life uh, at all. You know, they don't look back at it. They don't look at what they did the last 10 years regardless. And, and for me, it's, it's, it's obviously a different level. But, you know, people in the, you know, normal limelight, you know, in the, hey, I'm, I work at Wawa. I work, you know, I graduated college or mm-hmm. whatever it is. And their years from 20 to 30 don't ever look back and like, fuck, man. I did X, Y, and Z. I should be super proud of myself. Yeah. They don't, you know? That's where I feel like, where I'm on you a lot, where I fucking... So Jesse Ann and I have a very close relationship. We talk almost every day, and, you know, we kind of pick each other's brains with shit, but I feel like in life, especially when you get to, you know, 29, 30s, where life really starts to happen. Agreed. And uh, you really start to evaluate yourself and, and understand, like, what you've done this thus far for certain reasons, you know, and, and, and really take life into consideration. And I think that at, I feel it in my personal experience that right now I feel like I know what I want more now than I ever have. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel sure about what I want to do and where I want to go and the things that I want. That's good. You know, no, I think, I think you need to know that. Yeah. I always said, man, you sacrifice your 20s to live your 30s, you know, to work for your 30s and to live your 40s, you know? That's good. I like so, that. Um, and if anybody, I've sacrificed a lot, you know, and uh, to, to be where I'm at. And I feel like now I've worked to a place in my life to where I know what I'm worth and I know the direction I want to take my life into. Yeah. And I think that's huge, you know? No, that's definitely, it's good to know your worth. Yeah. And especially as a single mom. Yeah. You know, hustling out there with a couple of different jobs, making ends meet, you know what I'm saying? And still trying to, you know, have her hobbies kick in and, you know, trying to make anything work. Yeah. It's great. I don't know. That's just what I think. Who the fuck am I? <laughs> I'm just a podcaster that podcasts from home on some furniture he hates. But, yo, thanks for coming on the show, though. No, thanks for having me. It was fucking dope. Talk some real life shit, relationship shit. Real life. Don't give in, people. Don't give know in. Know your worth. Know your worth. Yeah, typical shit. <laughs> Where do you think the life of motivation came from? Like, everybody's a motivational speaker nowadays. Oh, my God. I feel like because... And I can't need... talk. I put posts out there that were motivating, but yeah. like it's not every day. No, but I feel like people... It's almost like religion. Like, people need something to either follow or look up to or believe in. And I feel like that's where motivational speakers come into play for some people. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I don't know. It's a weird, weird world we live in nowadays. It's first it was like 
baggy clothes and rap videos. <laughs> and then it, it got like uh, an Air Force Ones and, and oh my God. Bathing Ape and uh, <laughs> all that shit. And then it got super, you know, and, and it wasn't even big butts then. It was sk- like skinny, yeah, form-fitting girls, you know, like fitness chicks. And then like... Now it's like... N- well, n- now it's crazy because back then the girls were skinnier, like people were into like skinnier girls, like whatever, like sexy, natural looking yeah. women. And then as the clothes got tighter and fitness blew up and everybody's all about fitness now and eating right and whatever, but the women got bigger. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and and that's sexy now. Yeah. And I've always been a fan of big butts and like thicker <laughs> women. Like even when I was fucking whatever growing up, I always liked big boobs and big butts, but everybody thought I was crazy. But it's so crazy how that worked out to where like baggy clothes, hip hop videos and skinny girls were cool. But now everybody wants to be in shape but have a thick waist. Yeah. And a fat ass. That's wild. That's the world we live in, though. No? Yeah. Why is that? Why do you women... Why are why are you women attracted to abs and not guts? Why are... Uh, yeah. In a male? Yes. In a fucking male. Uh, or a female. Whatever. Whatever floats your boat. Why are we attracted to abs and not guts? I don't know. I think it's a sense of you care about yourself. Yeah, you know, but how do you know you're not like it's a person that's just caring about themselves and not anybody else? You're right. I don't know. Hmm. I don't necessarily look for abs. Hmm. Oh, I know. I've seen your exes. Thanks. (laughs) 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 Let's just say I don't. I said before I don't. I said I don't date for looks. Yeah. And even then I still don't. fucked up with the personalities. But hey. <laughs> you definitely don't. You live and you learn. Anyways. 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 <laughs> <laughs> know your worth. <laughs> know your worth. <laughs> the government. Please. That's awesome. No, but thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate thanks it. Thanks for having We're me. We're going to end on that note. Yeah. Right there. We should. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that. Why are women into abs and not guts? Think about that, people. Leave a comment below. <laughs> I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask that question on Instagram too. I need you to feel free to answer any which way you want. I love it because we're gonna talk about dad it. Dad bods pod. over abs. Yeah. Why? Dad bods over or abs. Or abs over yeah. dad bods. Why? Which is crazy because people love Leonardo DiCaprio and he's never had an ab in his life. Some girls like dad bods. It's not yeah. a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Like you rock the dad bod right now. Yeah, dad bod, babe. <laughs> That's because I'm in shape. Fucking ten months out of the I'm year. Just- you know. Don't get all soft over no, there. Relax. I love it. I love having <laughs> a gut in the summer. But it's true. Like people love, you know, women love Leonardo DiCaprio for the dad bod and the, the blue eyes and whatnot. Yeah. People love the rock or being a fucking gargantuan muscle head, whatnot. And then people love that other dude. Um, what other dude? What's his name? Thor. Oh, <gasps> Jason Momoa. He's That's beautiful. his name? Wait, no, that's Aquaman. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, people like that beautiful. dude too. People love that dude too. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? And it's like, why? Like, what what triggers in your head? Like, what shot of dopamine are you getting for that specific, you know, frame? I don't know. I just picture him picking or me up like a bear. Oh. Oh, so you're just getting like fucking <laughs> sexy time, moist, 
right off the bat. Nico loves watching that show. My son loves watching that uh, movie. Yeah, I bet he does. And you, yeah, sure and you... I watch every minute of it, well, even when we've watched it now for the 15th time. You see? You see, you did so well, and then you really showed your true colors. Sorry, I love him. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, thanks for coming on. If you need to uh, follow, if you want to follow an interesting Instagram. Interesting. I post some very nice content. Yeah. They're very nice photos. What's your Instagram that everybody can follow you at? At jessieann.marie. Mm. Follow me. Don't send me dick pics. No. Or do. Unless I request one, which I probably never will. Make Don't. sure you put a smiley face at the end of your dick. Yeah. And a cowboy hat on it. <laughs> <laughs> so follow her, man. She's up and coming models. We got doing a bunch of stuff. She's also got some really cool projects coming out. That we will not talk about today. Yes. But we'll keep you posted Under on that. Under wraps. Follow me. You'll see. I'll post it on my Instagram. And uh, yeah, man. Thank you so much for coming. Guys, stay tuned. We got uh, video content coming out this week. This will be out um, soon. <laughs> I'm not going to say tomorrow because it, tomorrow it'll come out tomorrow. But then you think tomorrow and then tomorrow is tomorrow. It'll and come then out it's when not you hear tomorrow. It. And then, yeah. You'll, it'll, it'll already be out once you'll hear, you hear it. it. Yeah. <laughs> and then when tomorrow comes, it's not going to be tomorrow. And then, yeah. He you guys, just stop. You guys get what I'm saying. <laughs> so uh, new comment, uh, content coming out, um, video stuff on Sunday at TeamFrankyPerez.com. Uh, check it out. Guys, subscribe it, like it, share it, tell some friends, tell too. We uh, have some cool sponsors coming out, and I'll tell you all about it in the next podcast. Guys, stay happy, stay smiling, stay positive. Yeah. Peace. You are now tuned in to Frankie and the 4 Fs. The only podcast giving you the latest news on famous people, fighting, females, and fear is Frankie and the Four Fs. Frankie and the Four Fs. Frankie and the Four Fs. You're never gonna forget, never forget Frankie and the Four Fs.